0: Hello, and welcome to The Editing Podcast. We've put together a series of bonus episodes called Point of View, in which we talk directly to authors about their editing and indie publishing experiences.
1: Yes, and this interview is with Kia Thomas, a fiction editor who's also written a novelette called Wings. We spoke to her at the Atomicon Digital Marketing Conference in March 2019, and we chatted about her self-publishing journey, and what it was like for an editor to be edited.
0: So, we're here with Kia Thomas, editor and fiction author. Hi! And um, Kia's going to tell us about her indie publishing experience because, um, well, I think both of us are really interested in talking to you, Kia, because you, um, you've been in the rare position of being able to bring all your editing experience into the process of your writing, so first of all tell us what your book is called.
2: Uh, my book is called Wings and it's a very very short novelette um, about a girl who finds a bird basically. <laughs> a girl who finds a bird and what kind Antiochism. of genre? <laughs>
0: it's literary fiction. fiction. Literary fiction. Yes. Okay. And um, is that something that you edit as well?
2: Um, I do a little, I edit a little bit of literary fiction but okay. um, I specialise in romance mainly. Okay.
1: Um, Was it a conscious decision to write in a genre that's different from the one that you edit
2: in? Uh, not really. I actually started writing it a very, very, very long time ago, like long before I started editing. Right. Um, I want to be a bit more specific? The, the five, five or six years okay. ago, I started writing it, and okay. I published it last year. Yeah. Um, I'm a very slow writer, um, and apparently when it comes to my own work, I'm a very, very slow editor. Um, yeah, I can edit somebody else's novel in two weeks, but my yeah. own 15,000 words took several years. Um, so yeah, so I, I just wrote whatever I felt like writing, really, and then when I started editing, I kind of fell into romance. And I do read a lot of romance, and I, I love it, but um, to write, I think yeah. literary fiction is what I write. I am attempting to write a romance as well, um, but that's
0: not going quite as well. <laughs> <laughs> and so, when you um, you'd written your first draft, um, you're a developmental editor. So, um, unlike Denise and I, who specialise in line work, um, I know you do line work as well. But did you were you able to bring your skills as an editor into the, the revision process at, at the beginning? Once you'd finished your first draft.
2: Um, again, the first draft was finished long before I became an editor. Um, yeah, I think. No, actually, I think I needed other help. Um, definitely, I think you can. I can line edit my own work to a decent standard. I can copy edit my own work to a to a fairly decent standard. But the developmental work, I really did need somebody's opinion there. You need um, someone to Yeah. Step when back. I first when I first actually wrote it, it was one scene. Um, okay. It was just a scene that had been floating in my head for quite a while, and I wrote it down and I sent it to a friend and she said, "This is great, I want more of this." And I thought, more there's, there's more." <laughs> there's more there. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so I wrote more and then yeah, um, I've had some really close friends and my sister gave me great quality feedback to say, "No, this doesn't work, that doesn't work." Um, because I think whether you go whether you hire a professional development editor or not you need other feedback on your story you can't see yeah. how your own story is working because you are because it's in you it's too close to you it's yeah. part of you um and you yeah just, you can't you, can't, you, can't you don't you, can't, you it, don't, can not you don't you know everything that c- came out you know you know the backstory of all your characters but you can't tell that that hasn't made it into your writing I am a very very sort of spare sparse read between the lines kind of writer and you know it took my sister to go what happened to this guy this character like <laughs> he, just, he just disappeared was he dead I'm like oh no did you think he was
0: dead so, yes yeah, so you needed someone with fresh eyes to come into that yeah. At story level yeah and, and say to you this isn't as clear to me as it is to you definitely yeah. I needed so you need that that distance so when did that happen that process uh, ha- did that happen more recently to the, the other editing you later went on to to, to do and, 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 and hire externals for or did did that happen like quite soon after the initial writing process some years ago? Um... It all happened
2: so slowly. It's a bit difficult to okay, remember. Then. Um, it's been a journey. It's, been a, it's definitely been a journey. I I'm um, going mean, I put it away for a long time. I wrote sort of what would probably be the first draft, and then I then I put it away for a long time. And I had a little bit of a gap actually. Between when I left my last job and when I started editing. Um, and I did do quite a lot of work on it then. And I think it was probably after that I got the most feedback on it and I started restructuring it. Um, yeah, because it was quite short. I had the whole thing printed out, um, each chapter on separate pages. And I was literally like with the pieces of paper on the floor, like moving them around and yeah. seeing yeah. where things should go and seeing where the gaps were. Um, and yeah, so I, I think I was quite early on in my editing career when I hadn't done much developmental editing okay. so maybe I learned how to developmental edit from from yeah, my yeah, own, from your work, own writing really, experience. Yeah.
0: and then did you hire um, did you work with a third-party line editor or copy editor or proofreader I hired
2: um, a copy editor um, at the very end who is uh, someone I know that's a uh, she's a non-fiction editor actually and she was looking to move into fiction so i kind of traded editing favors with her i we she used it as a bit of a mentoring experience because i had quite a lot of experience um, by this point and she did she did a great job actually of uh because even though i had worked on it for years and years and i'm a good editor there were still stupid things in there like he shook his head to clear the thought from his head and you know my editor was like did you know that you have the sun on her skin about 15 times
1: <laughs> you can't hear your own writer's no, text yeah. though can can't, you that's can't hear it at all. I think that's a really valuable thing for our indie author listeners to hear that because I think there's, there's a lot of um, misconceptions around how, how well you can self edit your own material mm-hmm. and I think like you said, there are certain levels of editing that you can probably do really well, and that will vary between different authors. Yeah. Yeah. But for most people, there's going to be one aspect of it that they need external help on. Yeah, and definitely. for some, it might be developmental editing. Some, like for you, it was really more like you've got in a copy editor later on. Um, and even
0: a professional editor, yeah. when they're writing, that's a different hat she was wearing. Completely. And so you couldn't do you couldn't provide yourself with the same level of quality that you no, could for your own authors. Not. That's and really it, interesting. it definitely
2: depends on the work as well. Like I've just um, done a short story um, and I, there are no typos in that, none whatsoever because mm. it's very easy to keep track of the mechanics and even your story stuff on a short basis yeah. but you know, this novel—this novelette was only 15,000 words and there was still, there was repetition, there were ticks and I yeah. could not see them yeah. at all. Yeah, there's a big difference between 500 words yeah. and, yeah. and um, 15,000.
1: And so if you're thinking about so you're thinking about you might, might write a romance novel then?
2: Yes, I've written about 25,000 words
1: so far Oh, a so you've oh that's a big! Chunk yeah, it, yeah, yeah. So do you think you will approach the editing differently this time round, or did the process work well for you last time?
2: I, um, I'm approaching the whole thing differently this time. I am trying. I think the reason why I took so long over the other one, and the other thing that I've been writing for several years as well, is... I am very critical. Obviously, as an editor, you're very, very critical of writing. And I think I was actually editing a lot in my head before it got down on paper and then editing as I went. Um, And that's a really good way to kill your flow (laughs) and to stop you actually writing. So I'm now consciously... trying to just let myself write rubbish like it doesn't matter if this sentence isn't right it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. you're just going to keep moving keep Mm. get the story out so have you planned have you outlined or have you are you a bit of a panther I am a panther but it's not this is why I I struggle with to write whole novels Um, I originally thought Wings was going to be a novel and it got nowhere near it I, uh, I have an idea and I have a theme and I always know where it starts and I always know where it ends and I'm never quite sure how, how you're to gonna get, get there, get there. Get so that's what's happened with this one at the minute. I'm at the point now where I'm like I don't quite know <laughs> what to do next so I'm trying <laughs> to plan it out a little bit more but then sometimes if I plan it in too much detail I feel like I've written it and then I never yeah. get around to yeah. actually writing it.
0: Yeah. I read an interview with... Um, or something online by Harlan Coben, the mystery writer, and and he was talking about how uh, he does that. He knows where point A is and he knows where point B is, but how he gets from A to B is is just a thing. So you're in great company. Oh, that's good. <laughs> he seems to write a little bit faster than I do, though. Yeah, well, you know,
1: is just speed isn't everything. No, that's, that's right. Anyway,
0: he has a different day job to you.
2: Yes, that is true. Um, that is a thing actually having the day job does also make it quite hard to write because it's you've spent all day at your computer dealing with other people's words sometimes it's then hard to go um, oh now i'll now we'll sit here for another couple of hours um, it's quite a
1: switch of mindset I would yeah think, really, to get out of the editing head and then yes into the writing definitely head. i they mean when, you, when you've parts. written when you've written these, do you do them and do you can you divide that quite easily or do you find that you do it on different days or something like that um, um
0: not my non fiction, yeah. but the oh, terre's yeah. into fiction I've I've I haven't done them on different days but I have very much done them in different spaces and mm-hmm. at times. Yeah. Like I always write my fiction in the evening and the environment's very different. So um, yeah, I, and I do switch off like Kia, I I feel I'm wearing a very, very different hat. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um Kia, how did it feel being edited? Um
2: oh it was really nerve-wracking. It was it was really strange. I was like, you know, these are this was my baby that I'd worked on for so long and I was sending it off to somebody else. Um it was somebody who I like trusted very much but even then it was very nerve-wracking to see what they would find and what they would do with it. Um and when it came back, it turns out I'm one of those writers who's very precious. Um, oh really? I, my, really my, uh, my, yeah, my editor was like, um, are, you, "Are you sure you want to use this word? This doesn't maybe." I was like, "No, nope, I want to use that word, so I will use that word." <laughs> oh my god,
1: nightmare! Yes, I am. Yeah. I am yeah.
2: that, do not mess with my voice. Um, <laughs> author. But you know, every, every author is different. You get some who don't have a great sense of their voice, and are perfectly happy for you to help them find it. Yeah. Um, but you get oh. other clients who are who are that more. You know. Well, I've worked on every single, I've put every word there with yeah. purpose, and I just want you to tell me whether
0: they're correct or not yeah. correct. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. So I think that's um, really important, actually, as an author to, 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 to go through that journey of understanding kind of what you need. And, and, and if, 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 as you said, like, it turns out that you are a bit precious, but at least you can have that conversation with your, your editorial team so that, that people know where they are on the page and what's expected. Because yeah. it is all about expectations, it's yeah, not definitely. about right and wrong.
1: Definitely, definitely. So, we've asked all of our interviewees um, that we've been speaking to um, today about the one piece of advice that they would give to other authors about the editing or writing process. What would you say your one big, sort of, takeaway be?
2: Um, Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure I'm experienced enough as an author to be giving out (laughs) advice about it. but I think probably that thing of you need somebody else's eyes on it. Because that's what I always tell my clients as well. Like I yeah. don't like being the first person, the first other person other than an author to see the manuscript because there will almost certainly be huge things in it that they haven't yeah. spotted. Um, and I think you need that. And obviously, you know, if you're writing and you're getting it edited, presumably you, you know plan to publish it and want other people to read it, so you might as well get some people to do yeah. that. Um so before you send it to you an editor, a
1: manuscript to work on, and nobody had looked at it before, would you tell them it wasn't ready for you to look at? Um, I would not necessarily, mm-hmm.
2: um, because some people. I mean, I know a lot of editors like would would refuse, but I think it's sometimes very difficult for authors to get quality feedback, yeah. um, and so sometimes you know, if they're willing to pay me for that quality feedback, then. Um, Then that's you know yeah then that's fine i'll work with them on that but i think it needs both of parties need to be aware that's a lot more work that's you know that's going to be a very that's not just checking for typos that's going to be a very intensive almost sometimes it's a pull this apart and put it back together again kind of kind of process you know if that's what the author what if that's the only place the author can get that kind
0: of help and feedback then um yeah, that's but it
1: does fine. Come back just having a team debate it either, does it? and yeah. I've, I've certainly had
0: authors who um, yeah. have said no I'm, I'm happy with the, the, <clears> the, <throat> the, the, the structure the story level element of the work I don't I don't want to invest in that and actually with hindsight I think they probably would have benefited from it but I' yeah. it's, it's been understood what, what what we're both bringing to the table and, yeah. and so I have I, I'm not well, I'm not the editor who refuse it so mm-hmm. I think kind of you and I are on the same page the same there Keir the
1: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Anything else you want to ask our lovely Kia? I don't think so, no. Thanks thank so much, much Kia. So, thank, thank you for you. having me. Very welcome. And we'll um, put links to your um, yes. In Yes. Thank so you. Bargain price it. of 99p for the ebook. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Who could refuse that? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, Kia. Thank, thank you. Me.
0: We hope you enjoyed this author point of view. Thank you so much for listening to the editing podcast. You can rate, review, and subscribe via your podcatcher.
1: And don't forget to share, share, share. Tell your writer friends, your editor friends, your business friends, basically anyone who writes.
0: And if you have any questions, please do get in touch with us via the Editing
1: Podcast Facebook page. If you ask us, we promise we'll answer. And we've put all the links mentioned in today's interview in the show notes so you can grab everything there. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.